0: Kind of an oaky afterbirth. Hey, Ellie. What? Mike's hot. Who's Mike? Ah! <laughs>
1: Three hot mics in a room together. We're gonna talk about tech.
0: <laughs> and other things.
1: Yeah, and other things.
2: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this episode of LGBT Tech's After Hours. After Hours. Today is Friday, March sixth, and I'm Chris Wood, your host. Today I'm joined by my two colleagues, Ellie Bissett and D. Williams. Thanks for joining me.
3: Hello. Hello,
1: Chris. Hello hello. Hello hello, hello, hello.
3: hello, hello. Hello.
1: I'm gonna lean in a little bit so you can hear me better. My gosh, it has been a couple of weeks. <laughs> <Moving on. laughs> oh my lord.
0: <laughs> yes, it has.
1: We have not
2: all been in a room together in like a while.
0: Not counting yesterday? Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean recording a podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. In the recording room. In yes. the recording studio the here at LGBT studio, Tech. as it were. Which has a very sexy purple purple wall. Mm-hmm. Love That's that purple It's a very wall. sexy purple
1: wall.
0: I think this is an appropriate lead-up to our topic.
1: Right? It is. <laughs> I think so. What is our topic today? Oh, I think we're talking about dating apps, aren't we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some oh bad boy. memories chris uh, <laughs>
2: Um, not really. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't He's like blocked them. it all out. He uh, have gosh, those Yeah. One oh. out of three. Oh gosh. <laughs> all right. Um.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't know. I haven't had too bad experiences with dating apps, comparatively. And, and Ellie's the expert. Ellie's the expert? Oh,
0: we'll get to my expertise. <laughs> Don't you worry.
3: Um,
2: yeah, so welcome. It's been a little while since we've recorded. I know we've all had a, a lot going on. Um, but I'm excited to be back. Uh, excited to be back in the hopper. And excited for this topic. We've actually been talking about this topic for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. a good four months. I oh think so. God, I was think it before was... the holidays?
0: I think so. I think when we yeah. were talking about doing the podcast, I think this was one of the things we were initially oh talking my God, about doing, that's right? Wasn't it? Yeah. So we've been it's been in the hopper for a while, but mm-hmm. we wanted to get our feet wet with something else. Right. Work yeah. up to this. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. I feel like it's something that like we go back to routinely because of just like the work we do and how especially with like the recent stuff that recent, like the stuff that's come out about Grinder lately, with their um, yeah, yeah, selling user data and stuff like that, it's something we which is
2: not new, which <laughs> is not new. Um, they have been in a lot of trouble for a yeah. while now. Yeah. Well,
0: well, well. Should we start with how dating apps work?
1: Oh yes, please. Talk Ellen. a little bit
0: about at what we're actually dealing with here. Yes, I'm
1: curious. Enlighten us.
0: I am too. I (laughs) threw together some quick research, um, so this is not as in-depth as it could be, but I'm going to try and give y'all a little overview. So um, I, if I can find my notes, Mm. so I got most of this from a bbc.com article titled, How Dating App Algorithms Predict Romantic Desire by William Park, um, which was, it's a very interesting article. I, I was not able to spend as much time on it as I would have liked um but there are a few things that I really took out of it and there's Dr. Samantha Joel who is an assistant professor at Western University in London Canada um she was interviewed quite a bit in this article and she had some really interesting um things to say also I should just say I am assuming her pronouns are she so Dr. Joel I apologize if that is incorrect (laughs) um I will refer to Dr. Joel as Dr. Joel now so I don't don't assume anything
1: thank you for clarifying
0: yes um so actually they use her she her pronouns in the article so gotcha we'll we'll just go with that anyway um so dr joel has done some studies on algorithms around dating apps um Obviously, the point of a dating app is to find someone who you are compatible with and who you could potentially see yourself in a long-term relationship with.
3: Mm -hmm. That's the (laughs) point. Whether whether that happens,
0: (laughs) well, maybe not. I mean, depending on the app, of course. But Mm. I know, like, some of the original ones, like, or not even apps, but websites like Harmony, eHarmony, and Mm. Match. Those are those were intended and are intended, I think, to be more finding your life partner, quote unquote. Mm. Right. Um. So I think that's what this is talking about mostly, as opposed to more hook-up-y kind yeah. of apps or ones for more casual relationships. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> three things so there Dr is. Joel Dr. Joel um, was doing a study with some colleagues and was looking at predicting three things. So those were actor desire, which would be the person initiating this or going on the app to look for a partner partner desire which would be somebody else having desire for that initial person and then compatibility
3: Mm. so
0: it was interesting that those three things were looked at because i they sort of work with each other in an interesting way you know there's always like you know I know growing up, like, I would have a crush on someone and they didn't know who I I was. So Mm. that was Mm. actor desire, but there was no partner desire there.
3: Uh, So we
0: didn't even get to compatibility because there was no relationship. Oh, wow. Um, So I think that her study is kind of interesting in that sense. So what they found was her algorithms that she and her team came up with Um, were able to predict actor desire and partner desire but not compatibility not even the teensiest bit it was completely unable to predict that um basically they say it could only predict negative percentages of variance which is like being accurate less than zero percent of the time so basically it's nothing um so what What she said about that was my take is that when two people actually meet, they form a shared dynamic that is more than the sum of its parts and can't be predicted. Mm. Um, Their individual preferences do not make up the substance of what they find attractive. My rating of whether I found you funny after meeting you will predict whether I like you, but my desire for a funny person and your measure of whether you are funny do not because we might not agree on a sense of humor. So I thought that was interesting Interesting. that self-reported things like, oh, I think I'm a, you know, 6 out of 10 on attractiveness, but I'm very funny and I'm really smart. Like that's, Mm. you know, that might not be how you both see me or how someone I'm interested in dating would see me Um, because it's, it can't replace that actual interaction and those nuances of personal preferences for Mm. things like humor. Or taste in movies. Or, you know, you could say, like, oh, I love rom-coms, but only certain ones. Like, mm. I love Love Actually, but I think Bridget Jones' Diary is the dumbest movie ever. But that's my favorite movie, so I don't have the same taste right. right. as you, even okay. though on paper we do. Yeah. Um, so then another um, another quote that I found was from um, Rachel Lloyd, who is the in-house relationship expert at eHarmony. So looking from Her perspective again, assuming um, from Rachel's perspective as somebody at a dating website that has that goal of hooking people up for the long term. Um, Does and Rachel, the Harmony
2: allow same sex yet? Oh, that's a good question. Know. All right, we'll, we'll look that up while you can. Sorry, we'll
0: research that. Um, oh. So, what Rachel said was they start by looking at core values and match those with people who are as similar as possible, which sounds Okay. You know, in theory, great. So, you know, they Rachel says, from all our years of research, the more you have in common, the more likely a relationship is to be a success, which makes sense. Um, but then again, I, I didn't read much else after that because I was like, well... But it
2: still won't do the compatibility Exactly. Piece. Like, you may have similar, like, okay, you both...
0: Value family right. or yeah. work or something. But yeah, but there's no... But it doesn't no, necessarily... Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that, like, all these algorithms are trying to find a way to make people match up and they may on paper, but, um, you know, and then on the flip side apps like Tinder and Bumble really don't ask you for those preferences or Mm. values. They really are just like, Hey, who are you? What's your gender? Who are you interested in? How old are you? Where do you live? Mm, And they match you based on that and they'll refine as they learn but it doesn't have that whole lead up of trying to learn who you are and who you're looking for um, at the beginning. Um, And Dr. Samantha Joel from from the earlier part of this um, says that um, Dr. Joel would argue Tinder is much better because they're showing you people and asking if you like them. Mm -hmm. And then it changes based on that. So it's actually operating based on whether or not you actually like that person as opposed to Do your abstract values or you and this big group of people are those compatible. Um, Dr. Joel also says that if dating sites are going to match you with someone long term that requires a lot of long term data. Mm. So there's a lot more testing and follow up and long term tracking that would need to be done. Um. Dr. Joel also said, I'm almost done, I promise.
3: <laughs> another yeah, fascinating. Oh another God. possible
0: reason that we might not have found something is that people don't know what they like or mm. what they want. I might not have a lot of insight into what I find attractive and what I'm actually like, which I think is really I was, yeah because yeah. it's so hard. Like when you go into a job interview and they're like, what are your strengths? <laughs> like, it's so hard to Nobody evaluate Nobody likes to yourself. talk about themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a lot of
2: people don't know how to talk about themselves. Yeah. Right. If you talk about yourself, then you're considered a narcissist. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I think
0: it's really funny that we're asked to talk about ourselves, what our great qualities are, rate ourselves on attractiveness on a scale of 1 to 10. When. Right. Um,
1: I think it's interesting, too, how like – Sorry, Ellie. Did I cut you? No, wrong?
0: no, no, no. I just have one more point, but let's—it's off-topic. It's, off topic. it's no, a funny yeah. anecdote, so <laughs> continue, please.
1: I, I think it's fascinating too how like so much of this when we're trying to like make connections like through dating apps and through like more more like long more like um, sites and apps that are geared more towards like eHarmony that mm-hmm. are geared towards long-term relationships and like finding like compatibility with people mm-hmm. to like presumably spend like like a monogamous relationship with. Right. And I think it's interesting how, like, how data-driven that is, but how, like, as human beings, there's so much that goes into, like, making us who we are and Mm -hmm. changing, like, the qualities about ourselves. Like, my strengths may be one thing at one time, but a couple years later, they may change drastically. Right, people
0: change as people all the time. And, yeah, it's interesting just to see how they're trying to box everyone in to fit in one of these categories. Like, you know, select your top five values. It's Mm. like, well... And that could change day to day. Yeah, are you asking like, about oh my, my work values or my personal home life values? Are you asking about my values when I'm with my family or with my spouse or right. my friends? Those yeah. are all very different. Mm-hmm. So,
2: I think, total yeah. side note though, I feel like there's so many different, um, just in my knowledge, so like the insurance industry mm-hmm. actually does this. Like, uh, they have a series of criteria. Um, somewhere between twenty and thirty pieces, and then some of the more aggressive, uh, like discounter, like discount insurance, they have more um, uh, key indicators. But like, how much do you make? What is your you know What is your job? What is your job title? What's your education level? And that they're trying to put you into this box, mm. and this goes to like algorithmic bias. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, that and it's, but I agree with both of you in the fact that it is. It's so hard and complex, and I didn't know this about the the way that these apps were kind of thought about in this like the person looking for someone, the person that's found someone, and then the the and I knew you're using different terms, but I didn't write them down. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the uh, the
0: actor, the partner, mm. and compatibility. Okay, Gosh. well,
2: that compatibility piece is like as you think about what we do. I met my husband at a bar, mm. and so there was. The actor, the compatibility or mm-hmm. the, the actor and then the partner And then the compatibility piece Was like, it all happened so fast mm-hmm. mm. On New Year's Eve A long time ago um, <laughs> um, in, a far, far <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away galaxy far, far away Exactly um, <laughs> Oh my god So much I can say about that night
3: That was the bar you were in
2: who shot first, Chris or Mark? <laughs> I think I kissed a drag queen that night. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. I think it was. So there was an actor, <laughs> a partner,
0: and a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> I think it hours. was I think it was it
2: was my husband's best friend that or it was my husband that dared me to kiss him. Ah. Mm-hmm. kiss the drag queen. So anyways. Aww. Oh so many memories. Anyways, going on. Um, but I just think about that connection, how fast it was, and it's mm. like, how in the world? Like you would almost have to have AI watching and reading your every move in order to properly um even come close to duplicating that scenario online yeah. mm. that wasn't in person right yeah and you
0: also have to think cuz i will get to this later but like i didn't meet my husband on a dating app i don't think those were really in they were i think they were early when we met right. um but so if neither of us were even on that app we wouldn't have and that's how we were looking we wouldn't have ever met each other right mm. so i think you know it's you're also looking at a controlled group of people it's only the people who are on that app actively engaging with yeah. it being honest or as honest as possible about who they are and what they're looking for yeah so there's just so many factors and variables to even get that pool of starting people they'd be comparing you with. right
1: yeah yeah that's really yeah. interesting like i met i know because like my partner and i we met because we worked together but mm-hmm. like I've also met plenty of other like I would consider them like like intimate partnerships and they were like long distance and Mm -hmm. like I know for me like like dating apps or like like apps where I can connect with people have been like vital especially like finding other trans women that I can talk to Mm -hmm. like for me like a lot of like some of my really good friends we met each other online and we live online basically but we have that connection with each other.
0: So one more thing. I wanted to just say this is just a little funny anecdote before we move on to the next portion Um, and this is also I will say it's very binary it just talks about men and women but I thought it was a funny little tidbit Mm. Um, so this is a direct quote from this article so the data also suggests that being very very attractive as a man offers no advantages over being fairly attractive or I'm sorry fairly average Women like men who rate themselves as 5 out of 10 as much as men who think they are 10 out of Mm 10s. Whereas men would ideally date someone who self-rates their physical appearance as 8 out of 10. So I thought that was just interesting and how women...
2: Interesting. In this,
0: I don't know what apps they're looking at or anything, but women... Seem to care less about physical appearance in terms of who they and I again I don't know if this means people they swipe right on, people mm. they message, people they right, whatever. But women seem to be less influenced by how the men rate themselves mm. compared to the men looking at their ideal date, which is someone who self-rates as an eight out of ten mm. i would physically.
2: be interested to see and i'm sure like as we found with a lot of things in our community they're just not studied um, mm, yeah. in various ways but i would be very curious to see kind of how that played out for the lgbtq community yeah. um and like same sex same sex would be the easiest but mm-hmm. then you know into some of our other um Uh, other you know family and community like how how does that really play out for Mm. um different individuals i think i mean i could go down a
1: whole rabbit (laughs) hole with that literally but yeah like oh my god like i think it shows too like how some of like the sexist standards we have in our society about Mm -hmm. like beauty and like how if if like you're a man or you're more like masculine presenting how it's like there are, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, like it's interesting to me.
0: The whole dad bod thing. Yeah. As, you know, people used to be like, oh, well, look at him. He's got a six pack and yeah. biceps. And then dad bods became a thing. So it's like, right. you know, if a woman has a mom bod, quote unquote. Right. I don't think we're at the point where we're like, yeah, like.
1: Right. Yeah. Mom
0: bods are the way to go. I like a little extra, you know. Just looking healthy is good. Like right, people aren't, yeah. we're not there. I don't know,
2: no, though, but like I, I, well, this is coming from a gay man. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was walking through Target the other day, and they had regular sized mannequins. Mm, okay,
3: and That's I'm not cool. even saying like
2: full size mannequins. I'm saying like they had regular sized healthy, nice. like. Not anorexic, just normal, people. normal, like yeah. normal. And it, I, it, I paused and stopped and looked. Hmm. And it was in the women's section, mm-hmm. but I looked and I was like, That is really good. It made me stop, mm-hmm. like, it caught my eye. Hmm. It caught my eye that there wasn't this stick figure standing mm-hmm. there. And I was like, Wow, that outfit looks really good for like, and like, really shows the customer what they're looking at. And I, right. it's mm. so empowering to see that because I think there's so much. Uh, especially in the gay male community, oh my God, it's like
1: yeah.
2: oh you don't have six packs, oh you don't have like oh you don't, you're not at the gym seven days a week I'm like no I've got an eight month <laughs> old and a six year old and my t- like right. I'm tired right. so right. I'll go to the gym five days out of the week but other than that right. you know like I'm tired and there's yeah. being
0: healthy and being ripped
2: mm.
3: like, right. those are
0: very different things and I'm in no position to talk as I never work out if I can help it but <laughs> Just that, you know, going to the gym or going for a walk and just being healthy is so different right. than being able to bench press 5 million pounds or mm-hmm. having an 8-pack or, like, those yeah. are they're just, mm. the standards are just very not based in health, I don't think.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's good that you brought up, like, how it is in, like, gay male culture, Chris, because, Ugh. like, especially, like, within, like, trans culture and, like, people who are interested in, especially trans women and trans feminine people, there's, like, this expectation of, like, you know oh it's like this weird like fetish in a way of like oh you're a trans woman it's like i want to get with that but it's a very Mm. specific kind of trans woman it's like the cis passing like like you were Ah. saying ellie like 10 out of 10 like knockout gorgeous woman and it's like any shred of body hair it's like immediately it's like you're a man Mm. or like anything that doesn't conform to that ideal like image of what like an ideal cis woman looks like it's like well you're a man i'm not getting with you
0: so everyone's looking for and cox exactly yeah <laughs> who is gorgeous <laughs> but like yes is not your typical right trans woman probably. yeah
1: and it's like it's like trans women are people it's like it's we're not There's a dirty secret or a fetish it's yeah. like right stop chasing us well
2: i've also God. seen that in the other ways of trans female to male mm. um and i feel like this is an overgeneralization but I think that like the things I've been reading and watch, so like the weightlifting community mm. um, the and I feel like they I, I'm wondering if there's the same mm. type of I don't know desire to have this you know like oh you oh you're not a, you know you're not a woman you don't have mm. six pack abs and you're right. not you know you don't have this really overbuilt chest and right. like I'm wondering if it's the same type of Thing. I, it, I, I don't know it's just so I love the fact that our trans community has more visibility mm. and I think from that we're seeing especially around sex around relationships around all of that we're seeing so much more of this mm. play out in ways that we've never been able to do because they haven't been out they right. haven't been accessible they haven't been visible and mm-hmm. I and I think that now that you're seeing more of it and that like around dating apps and more online and you know you're you're starting to see it a lot more
1: yeah yeah i think it's i think it's tricky definitely especially like within trans communities and how especially like in the broader culture there's this idea of like trans means something very specific it usually always involves hormones and surgery and it usually means like the end goal is to pass like to not quote unquote look trans and it's like there's no one way to look trans it's like there are gender non-conforming people there are people who you know have ticked off as many boxes of like they've got their doctor's letters and stuff like that there are people who want to explore surgery there are people who don't and it's like it gets really tricky especially with dating and like with dating apps and like intimacy because there's so many ideas about like what a trans person looks like and then as soon as it's like yeah but trans people are individuals ultimately and it's like there's no one way to be trans so in an
0: app if you're saying you know I'm a trans woman looking for other trans women
1: Mm. you
0: are not you're going to get a variety of people because it's based on how they self identify and it may be what you're looking for it may not depending on your personal preferences but it's just boxing everybody into one label that is not like a one size fits all it's just it's a spectrum of
1: people And that's been some of the stuff when I was looking at the the research for this about the same time you were looking at yours, Ellie. <laughs> We are so prepared. LGBT tech is like BBC levels of prepared. Oh, like yeah. That's how We have whole research is. teams
0: that feed us this stuff every
2: time. Oh, my gosh. I wish, right? We just had a whole office of interns
1: mm-hmm. just feeding
2: us
0: information.
1: I have Coffee. three interns, me, myself, and I. <laughs> oh,
0: I haven't met them. I'd love to, though.
1: Yeah, they're a bunch of fuckers. <laughs> Did they oh do good
0: research? <laughs> we will see. Right,
1: I'm not sure see. I want to meet them. <laughs> right, <laughs> but it's interesting. Like with all the stuff that we've been talking about, because there was a quote that I pulled from an article from the Washington Post that gave a bunch of, it gave a bunch of different options for LGBTQ dating apps specifically that were like alternatives just to Tinder or to some of the more like mainstream ones that are definitely more focused on, uh, like heterosexual like uh, couples. And I also looked it up. Uh, match.com, or no, not Match.com. eHarmony has since allowed uh, same-sex matches and it's through mm-hmm. a separate service called Compatible Partners. Is, <laughs>
0: eHarmony had a religious basis yeah. at its founding? Is that their history? I don't know. Or, See, that's the thing. I'm wondering why. What about them would mm. make that like not something they were? There,
1: It,
2: it was a big pushback from mm. them um, and they caught a lot of flack for it. Um, it was i i don't think there was a religious connotation except for the fact that uh i think either the founders or the board did not want to include lgbt Mm -hmm. um because of religious kind of uh, affiliations um and i could be completely wrong but this is kind of my memory uh, as i'm thinking through this but um you saw my hard eye roll as you were like, mm-hmm. it's a separate service. Yeah, like, of that's course. not like, oh that's yeah, not the same thing. oh yeah, right. no, we're going to allow them, but it's going to be but separate. But over there exactly. in that corner. So yeah. it's right. they're always they're saying it's equal, except you're like, no, 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 it's separate. That's right. but equal. separate. Yeah. <laughs> that's separate. We've done right. this before. Yeah. It
0: didn't work. Right. We've so done we this for a long time.
2: This. We're still facing this. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, there's a thing on CNN that talks about it a little bit, and it says that in 2005, the company was sued for discrimination of same-sex couples. Um, and it says to settle a lawsuit, eHarmony in 2009 launched Compatible Partners, a site for gay and lesbian singles. When it did so, um, it says that. Three hundred fifty thousand of its members fled eHarmony out of principle, hmm. and the company originally started as a Christian dating site. Ah, oh, that was it. Okay. The founder, um, I don't know his name, but I know. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I was Googling Neil, Clark it too. Warren, yeah. Neil Clark Warren, Dr. Neil Clark Warren. Um, he himself is an evangelical, so well, it were. definitely had a very a specific okay. basis. Yeah, he was nice. the guy with the, like the white hair in the color. yeah. yeah. Um, okay, there's always that funky music playing behind him in the commercials. Yeah. find your blah blah blah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, here he is. I see him. Yeah, everyone knows him.
1: Yeah. Yep. yep. That's it. For context, we are looking at pictures of Neil Clark Warren.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is exactly what you're all thinking mm-hmm, Yeah, I'm sure he's just a lovely man
1: he looks like James Dobson if that helps <laughs> I, don't know, now we have to go, I don't know who that is I think he's the focus on the family guy James. I grew up evangelical
0: <laughs> oh yeah he's like a white haired James Dobson right <laughs> oh that's not that's Donald Trump <laughs> Oof. anyway to close that window
1: hmm I guess it's my turn to talk about a topic now. Yeah. So so. what
2: is, um, so how does? And I think we've touched on this a little bit, but Mm. how does the LGBTQ factor play into dating
1: apps? Mm. Like, what? How does this work? Well, I mean, you and me, Chris, we know that it plays a lot into dating (laughs) apps.
0: I what do you have, mean, I don't know? I have
1: no idea what you're talking about. A straight I girl who's am...
0: been with the same person for 10 years doesn't know? <laughs> what?
1: So when I was looking at some of the links that I pulled, on, I think the answer is that like it factors a great deal. And that a lot of people have a lot of different approaches. And not all of them are great. Um, cor- but I think we should th- hold on before you go there I think okay. <laughs> we should
2: start with like the very basis because it's based in, on LGBT tech research in mm. the fact that LGBTQ individuals adopt technology at a faster rate mm. um, on social media specifically about uh, about six or seven years ago it was at the rate of 55% faster Damn. than their heterosexual counterparts I think it's 55 or maybe 85 it's extreme I think it's actually 85 it's very high um and the reason that we found in our research that that was the case was because of the fact that LGBTQ and anyone who is my age and older or, I mean, even younger than me, uh, that live or come from rural communities that didn't grow up in like an urban community where they mm-hmm. may have felt more support, anyone that has ever felt unsupported mm. um, or knew that identifying as LGBTQ was not accepted, then one of their first places to go was online. Mm. And so for, um, I know for me specifically, it was uh, AOL chat rooms. Mm. So you know the M for M chat rooms. Everyone remembers AIM. Uh, <laughs> I you don't remember
3: Zion. AIM. I miss you it. don't?
1: I don't know. Oh my You're
3: god! Such
1: a baby. <laughs> it's a little. Oh. It's a little before my time. Oh,
3: oh my gosh, AIM! <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we need to
1: make like some T-shirts for AIM. Like it just. <laughs> it breaks <something>. my heart. <laughs> God, I mean,
3: I would literally,
2: I would go underneath my bed, pull out the computer, and put a pillow over my computer while it went, Arr!
3: oh, my
2: God, to get that thing online so I could go ahead and talk, and I would talk for, like, four or five
1: hours. Oh I still God. had that sound through
0: college. My dad didn't get cable till after I moved out.
1: My or, introduction <laughs> aging me. <laughs> my no, yeah, that's just because my dad. <laughs> My introduction to talking to people, specifically, like, queer people and, like, other LGBTQ folk, was through OkCupid on the oh. website. Okay. Before the app and before, like, I guess before, like, smartphones and stuff. Like, that's, that was kind of my dipping my toes in. Interesting.
0: Did that, was that because it felt safer? Or that there were other people like you that made it feel more welcoming or you felt more comfortable
1: I don't know I think it's because like I knew other people who used it okay and like at this point in my life like I I did not I I was not where I am today like I wasn't even thinking about like my gender identity I kind of thought about my sexual orientation and I was like okay I'm either bisexual or pansexual Mm -hmm. and like but it was still very I had a lot of I, I was still living at home, which was a very repressed environment, and I had a lot of self-repression, too. So, like, oh. I didn't feel comfortable, like, reaching out so much, but I wanted to. And, like, right, I saw other people that, like, were openly queer and, like, mm-hmm. openly trans, and, like, they didn't care. And, like, this was their life. And I was just, like, I kind of wanted that. And I was also, like, what is this? I've never... I don't know anything about this, but it feels like home in ways that I've never seen before.
2: Did you ever feel pressure to like, this is a total side, side <laughs> bar. did you ever feel pressure to, to come out because of that? Like you saw other people mm. being themselves. Did you ever feel pressure to be yourself?
1: I don't know. Like I've, I've certainly felt pressure to like come out. Okay. But for me and I, I kind of, I don't really like view coming out as, like, a big thing for me. Like, for me, I just, I live my life as openly as I can now. And, like, if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. But I'm not going to, I'll address things if there are misconceptions. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody, like, keeps misgendering me or something, I'll be Mm -hmm. like, hey, that's not my pronoun. This is who I am. But, like, other than that, I usually just go through life and let people guess.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But- and Dee will correct you because the other day I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go in the room and chat with the ladies," and she's like, "I don't consider myself a lady."
1: <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that's great. You're gonna have to explain more." I'm all woman and no lady. <laughs> we
0: won't say what I said. I just want to show you all. This is just I went to OK Cupid. I just want to show, they have a little, a cute little slideshow of couples Aww. and they are varying genders races and combinations thereof mm. and notice it. this person in the pink sweater is with this person in the white shirt mm. and then next slide i think oh so that's the same person in the pink was with the Ooh, man, a I think, right. in the white, <laughs> and is now with another woman in a yellow sweater. So really they're cool. showing, it's just very inclusive, right on their homepage. So I no never plug for knew OK that Cupid. About,
2: yeah, that's awesome. I never but knew there's... that about OkCupid, okay mm. though, because it was like, for me, it was... M for M on AOL chat. Mm. And then the next kind of step was manhunt. Ah. I'm sure several of our listeners will We'll know manhunt. <laughs> I'm
0: going to all these websites because you guys mentioned them, just so you know.
2: Ellie's just so excited to be able to look this up without it being weird. Right? Yeah, my
0: husband being like, what are you Podcast doing? Podcast time. I don't think manhunt exists. I'm seeing manhunt I on Netflix. I think manhunt. No, I
2: think manhunt Man is gone. Mm. Dating. It would be ah. manhunt.net. Manhunt. Adam and Net? Adam is still yeah. around, though, right? It's
0: here. It's here.
2: Well, my account is, uh, if it's there, it's not been signed into in years. I
0: thought you were going to tell me your password. I was like, whoa. What's going on? Gay oh hookups? What does it say? man? So I not? didn't
2: mean to interrupt you, but go ahead.
0: Sorry, that was a side Now I'm down a manhunt now. rabbit hole. Ooh.
1: You're down a manhunt oh.
0: rabbit hole? <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> Ellie, are you learning? Are you educating yourself?
0: That's a thing to call it. <laughs> I mean? wanna get on this site. Like, unlimited <gasps> views of naked men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
1: Yeah, they'll give them to you. Anyway. Hi this, Dan. Love this is, you. This is why
2: this is why straight women go to gay male strip
0: bars. <laughs> <laughs> straight women just love gay men. I think it's because they feel safe with them, to be honest. As someone who is very into true crime, mm-hmm. I think it's honestly because I know that. <laughs> Maybe it's because you almost killed that guy who followed me into the bathroom, but it also might be just because I feel like they're probably not going to rape and murder me. Mm. That's not
3: necessarily well, the case, though. Oh,
2: my gosh. You just oh hit God. on so many things.
3: Um, <laughs> so many
2: things. One is, yes, there's straight, wa- straight men will hang out in gay bars and, like, follow straight women oh that God. they see. And I, yes. That's I why I only
0: go oh, with trust in straight men. Trusted gay men like you and Carlos, who yes. I know will be my bouncers. And I
2: absolutely did follow um, Ellie into the women's well, No, bathroom. no.
0: You didn't follow not me follow, in. No, I followed. You followed me as the guy was following me into yes. it.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. nice, nice. But I did, like, go confront him and stop him. Good. You yelled at him and
0: then you told security. And I did. Hell yeah. Because that's not
2: right. Like, right. like everyone, should, everyone should feel safe being in an environment mm. or online. Uh, and so that stuff should be re- like reported and taken care of. So that's one. Well, thing. and also
0: mm. just to note on that, the person following me in was, so I it was at a gay bar. Yes. I was going into. Was I going into a women's room? It was marked as they had a no. Women's they
2: no. It wasn't women's, no? but it was. It was uh, the one. One only was stalls. So it was oh, okay. more so used was, by women. Sure, because
0: mm. when I went in there, there were there were men in there. Yeah, but there was a very big difference between those men and they were comfortable he skipped they, the
2: line and stood right behind me. In. Oh, yeah. that's where so i was that's why happened. it that's was a uh, uh, difference
0: yeah. than the other men who were in that room who were completely non-threatening with their friends being totally right, appropriate right. but and this he guy remove was remove his
2: eyes from you oh God, yeah. Yeah. yeah this guy
0: was a little sketch yeah so. so and there was another bathroom right next to it that was wide open oh God. that yeah. was like urinals and things that we yeah. you know so yes Just to clarify. If you're going to the
1: bathroom, just go to the bathroom. Don't be shitty to people. That's my PSA. (laughs)
3: Bathrooms
0: (laughs) are for shitting, but not being shitty. Also (laughs) let trans (laughs) people use the bathroom. (laughs) Yes. Any bathroom. (laughs) Unless they're being creepy, and then they shouldn't, because no one should be creepy in a bathroom.
1: (laughs) The only people who don't belong in bathrooms are creeps.
0: Yes, of any gender (laughs) or orientation or anything. Exactly.
1: Creep has no gender.
0: (laughs) Creep has (laughs) no gender. It doesn't. doesn't. If you're a creep, you're
1: a creep. If you're a creep, you're a creep. So
0: um, let me pee. Where were we going with that I'm sorry, I, I don't, don't remember.
2: remember that was this total like
0: oh, but we were talking about women or straight women mm-hmm. at gay bars feeling safe, and you were saying that there are straight men who will go to gay bars because they know women feel safe.
2: Mm. Yeah, and so then there was
0: something off of that, I think.
2: Yeah, I'm not really sure where I was going with that, but because um, <laughs> I definitely that was definitely a rabbit hole. Mm. Um, we can turn it into a segue, though. Yeah, let's turn into a segue. Okay, that. let's go ahead and do that.
1: Because <laughs> like, <Da-da, laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> but I think like especially for dating apps that are more for general populations, like Tinder. Um, I think Bumble is another one. I've never actually used it, but like ones where it's not LGBTQ plus specific. Like right. I feel like there is very much that feeling sometimes of like, you're there as, as a queer trans person or a queer or trans person. And like, you're trying to find other people like you, but instead you're finding a bunch of people that you're not interested in. Mm-hmm. Like one of the articles I was looking at, there was a journalist named Mary Emily O'Hara. Um, and she's written a lot of things for various sources, but she was writing about her experience um, getting on... A dating app and I think it was Tinder, but I can double check that. But anyway, she was getting on uh she was she was getting on this dating app just to see how her as a lesbian would experience it just going on cold, um, not being on before, putting in her demographics and just seeing where it took her. And she was talking about how um she realized I reached a mildly confusing page that allowed me to pick a sen- a second gender identity non-binary, and asked whether I wanted to be included in searches for men or women. I chose women. Um, In settings, I was asked whether I wanted to be shown women, men, or everyone. I chose women and clicked a button that said, show me people with the same orientation first, in order to hopefully weed out straight women and get right to my fellow queers. With all of these settings carefully selected, I figured I was in the clear. And as the article goes on, (laughs) it's very clear that she wasn't, she got hit on by couples, by straight (gasps) men and like so many other people that she wasn't looking for and having to field so many different, um, having to go through, um, options that like were supposed to be narrowing it down for her, but didn't. And I should clarify too, that like for the settings for this particular app, I think it's Tinder, but I can double check that, that like, there's inclusive elements to some of it like they have a non-binary option Mm -hmm. but they don't include that inclusivity for other options like are you looking for men or women Uh, it's uh, like well if i'm identifying as non-binary you know there are plenty of non-binary folks who want to find other (laughs) non-binary folks right so it's it's that tricky thing of like dating apps getting inclusive on some things but not going the full mile or making it putting it in a way that like People can identify themselves more easily, but then they're also able to be identified by other people who may not have the same intentions as they do. That's interesting. Especially like I know this is a problem for me when I've used Grindr, of like as a trans woman trying to find other trans women on Grindr. There's a lot of like straight men who use Grindr to find trans women, <laughs> and like just and just... there's
0: there's not a way for you to say like I don't want those people exactly. to find me. Yeah, can like, just if you're on there, you're on there and you're findable.
1: Exactly
2: when i think this goes to also like not 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 defending anything in any way certain certain way but just kind of thinking about what <clears throat> i'm thinking about the database on the back end because mm, yeah. let's let's be honest this is a database driven and right so what you're doing is you're having to build filters and sorting systems and all that stuff on the back end and mm. so i'm kind of thinking through this as a a technologist or someone that works in technology and it's, I think that, I think my response to this is it's why it's so important that we have individuals in that who rep, who represent individuals across the United States mm. in technology. Mm. Because yeah. if you have, if you're missing any component or combination of an individual in the way that they present, especially as Gender and sexual orientation is becoming gender identity and sexual orientation is becoming more fluid and mm. and accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's I really feel that we actually the companies themselves lose out when mm-hmm. they don't have people sitting around the table helping to build, helping to inform these yeah. these products. Mm. And I, mean, I that's,
3: think that's
0: yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I think that's natural that when you're giving your input on something you're providing your own personal perspective and from your own experiences Mm. so if if they're asking me a straight cis white girl to weigh in on a dating app i'm Mm. probably not thinking of the same things that you would be d or you would be chris Mm. because i'm thinking of it from my own perspective and there's no substitute i can try but i could never have the same thoughts or the same ideas or be coming from the same places you just like you could never provide the same feedback i would provide it would just have to have representation Mm -hmm. to make it equal and to try your best to capture Mm -hmm. everyone's needs and specific differences Mm -hmm. you know
2: and i think we come across this all the time in the fact that it's it's it doesn't matter where we're at and and quite frankly i've also seen our community be the on the opposite side where they're like you know oh well The straight community just doesn't understand, or the straight white men don't understand. Okay, they don't understand because they haven't. It hasn't been really explained. Mm -hmm. It hasn't really been. They haven't. Nobody's had the opportunity to really sit down and talk with them and Mm -hmm. tell them and explain it because, as I feel, is that most people are receptive, Mm -hmm. um, and will listen when it's done in a way that or explained in a way that. Works. I mean, I can't tell you how many companies we've sat down with, how many federal agencies we've sat down with where we say, like, this is the problem and this is why and Mm. this is how it plays out. And here's Mm -hmm. some examples and here's some stories and Mm. here's some like when you lay that all out, they're like, oh, I get it. Like that makes sense. Aside from the ones that I mean, we can all point out the ones that are. Racists and everything right, right. else and and have their own agendas that's i'm taking all that out of it i'm talking about people who just don't understand right. and meeting them where they are like right. that's right. the most important part and i think this needs to be done in companies i think it needs to be done in uh in federal agencies and legislators like it's, right. it has to be done across the board and you don't understand what you don't understand right. and right. you don't always know where to look right so yeah, yeah.
1: and I, th- I think it goes down to like what you were talking about chris about like People don't know till they know. Right. And like cutting that ignorance factor of like, well, if you don't know, let me educate you. and Let me tell you how it, right. how it goes.
0: And so many places are interested or open-minded or want yeah. to do the right thing and just don't know how or don't have the information to right. do that. They're open to it. They just, they don't know what they don't know. Right. And so they can't do anything about it.
1: And I think it goes back to of like, not only like educating folks who don't know or who may be outside the community, but also empowering like our own developers and like our own software producers like within the community to just give them the space to build something that like other LGBTQ folks may want and like because like even the most supportive ally you know can only go a certain point like we we want supportive allies like that's the whole point of them being allies is to be supportive (laughs) right (laughs) but there's all there there's also there's always that thing of like we also need people within our own community I feel that We also need people within our own community to be building things specifically for us and coming from that place of knowledge and experience. But I think working hand in hand with people who are willing to learn and receptive Mm -hmm. to it is just as important in connecting people and building those bridges and like creating platforms that are more inclusive for people.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's, sorry, go ahead. Oh,
1: no, I was just going to say as an example of like in the other direction, there was a trans dating app. If you don't notice, I focus a lot on trans people. <laughs> it's good. It's a good voice to have. Yeah. Mostly because I am one.
0: <laughs> all three of you, yourself and you. <laughs> Me, myself, and I, we're all trans people. <laughs>
1: but there was there was a dating app that many people, it was called, I think, Transder. Kind of like what? Tumblr or Grinder. That was supposed to be like a trans only dating app. And <laughs> I just searched
0: Transder, but I spelled it trans d-e-r and i get transdermal <laughs>
1: oh,
0: gosh. i'm trying to find transter
1: there's probably an app for that too <laughs> there probably
0: is. transdermal dating
1: but it was supposed to be this app was projected to be like a space for trans people just to meet each other at like on our own terms and like to be able to connect in the way that like people use like Grinder or, or like her or you know some of these other apps that are more like specific to specific groups in our community. Uh-huh. And it was very quickly evident that the software designers, the people behind it, did not have a clue like what was acceptable in the trans community today and what wasn't. There were a lot of like um, there were a lot of like derogatory terms that were used in like the description for the app itself. And to quote Pink News, who reported on it. Like, these words, some of the words that were used in it, like, outdated terminology and also just straight-up offensive language to people. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I won't say them on here just because I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, no. no. But if you wanted, it's in the article by Pink News. And Pink News goes on to say, These words, which are regularly used as insults against transgender people, were originally justified by a transgender spokesperson as being used for advertising purposes allowing the app to be found more easily in search engines and within the app stores
0: so they're using like slurs and derogatory terms to help promote their app in the theory that people will find it more easily (laughs) if they're looking for Horrible words? That's
1: what it sounds like. Okay. Oh. And it was... It sounds a lot like it was also based on a lot of outdated ideas for, like, what the trans community looks like. There were a lot of terms like crossdresser and transsexual that, like, just... They're still used within our communities, but they're definitely not the mainstream terms. Right. And they're not the ones that a lot of, like, I myself personally um, have complicated relationships to or mm-hmm. find just borderline offensive. Mm-hmm. And, like... Th- it was words like this that they were using stating that people search for these. So therefore it must be good. And it's like, but do trans people search for them? And is this what trans people want?
0: That's a good, like, I'm sorry. I'm, and you have to remember, I view everything through a true crime (laughs) lens. but I'm genuine. Like there have been crimes and murders and things committed Mm. through dating apps. And I'm just thinking that to me is a huge, huge red flag of yes. who would be looking for those terms would be people who want to be violent towards people they don't respect mm-hmm. or like that's really scary. i mean it's already yeah. there's an inherent risk with using online dating mm-hmm. anyway and everyone knows that and be safe meet in a public place right. don't get into any car that mm-hmm. you don't feel comfortable with. just it's okay to say no be rude yes, yes it yes. doesn't <laughs> matter it's okay to be rude you like just like All stay sexy and don't get murdered i'm mm-hmm. stealing mfm stuff like, <laughs> I don't like just be safe and if anything makes you feel weird don't do it mm-hmm. but if somebody's looking for people through that usage that makes me think that that's a huge risk to people who might not be aware of that stuff and could be using that site and opening themselves up to right. discrimination at best mm-hmm. probably or at worst Physical harm or people trying to hurt, like that's
1: yeah, it's very troubling. Like, oh my god, and especially like considering that, like, so many of the murders of trans women, specifically like black trans women, Mm -hmm. is because of intimate partner violence, Mm -hmm. and also because of like, um, because of like, um, trans women having no other outlets in society or facing so much rejection, they have to turn to sex work in order to survive, and so. Just contributing to that, like, a site that just perpetuates those derogatory terms and a lot of, like, really dangerous ideas about who trans people are, it's very troubling and, yeah. like, goes back to everything you were saying, Ellie. Like, it's it's a very dangerous thing. So, like, we need, so like, spaces made by us and, like, also with people who are allies to our community who know what we need and are tuned into it.
2: So, wait. So, I see this website still up. Is the app... Down, I don't know if it is. Yes. I okay. think I don't know.
0: What's the app or the website? I'm trying to find it.
2: It's uh, transdrapp.com.
0: Oh, I was putting an e. That's why I was finding trans. Uh, cool. no. <laughs> I don't know enough about Grinder, and I was thinking <laughs> Tinder, not Grinder.
1: Ellie, what you're saying is Grinder. <laughs> I hardly know.
0: Grinder, hardly know
1: I don't know if it's still and up
0: am so, But again, this is going back to what we were talking to. This person who's the background mm. is a very typical like, yeah. feminine looking person to be used. Like that just like. Right. That, I feel like that's so not representative of the community, which again makes me question this app's like target audience. Or, right.
1: Like, it's, it's like, who is it made for? Like,
0: right the sexy blonde chick with a lot of makeup. Like that's, <laughs> like I don't know. Right. So I yeah. just quick, just have to say
1: this. <laughs> Give us the tea, Chris.
2: Um. So I just quickly wanted to look up um. What like what are the top gay dating apps? And so you mm-hmm. always go, like to the first. I, I just looked at the first link. I like to always look, look at the first link. Then I like to go to the second page. Like like that top link. <clears throat> There's this website called datingnews.com. What? Which I just went to. Hold on. I will send this. I'll send this to you. But (laughs) it's. um, No, actually, I will bring this up um, here. Uh And so it's on the screen. Oh, they're
0: adorable.
2: Yeah, but start (laughs) looking. Wait a second. Wait a second. So you have match.com. You have Elite Singles. And those are not. OK Cupid. Black People Meet. Um, plenty of fish. Does anyone see a problem with this? It's all like, like hipsters? cispassing gay men. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's all hipsters. Sorry, <laughs> I got to. Not enough twinks. I mean, am I wrong? No, it is all. Hipsters.
0: It is all.
2: It is all hipsters. But I got to plenty of fish, and I was like, no, it should yeah. not be two guys as a picture on here. Right. Like, no, this is not And then Tinder, Christian Christian Mingle.
0: Mingle. Oh, good for them for going outside their comfort zone. I haven't seen
1: a single lesbian.
2: Christian Mingle is... That's
0: a good point. It is all men or people who appear to be.
2: Right. Okay, so Christian Mingle is a good place to meet. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Bumble. Bumble. Isn't Bumble...
0: isn't just a female-friendly dating app; it's also a gay-friendly dating app, because the two are mutually exclusive. <laughs> right? Apparently. Exactly.
2: Huh? Interesting.
0: Best senior oh, silver singles. Silver that guy singles. is not old enough to be on there. Those people are not old enough. How old am I? <laughs> be um, naughty. Oh, these best are hook-up. gay
2: hookup apps
0: Okay. N-naughty. So you went from seniors to hookups? That was a Men <laughs> seniors never sucks heard too, of that. Like <laughs> Adult friend finder. Mm. Grinder. Okay. Yeah.
1: But Friend even Finder
0: still, like, X, most did, popular is Grinder. Is there a Grinder app for straight singles? <laughs> did they
2: completely forget? Like, is this paid?
0: And it's by a woman. I'm sorry, I just oh, want to point that out. It's by Amber. Like, where's appears.
1: Scruff? Where's Daddy Hunt? Yeah. Where's Where is Daddy Hunt? Oh Where God. is a question Hunt?
0: on everyone's mind?
1: Where's like Tamey? That's the one that I've been using, and like, it works excellently well. Like, where's Lex? Like, it, are they
0: are these based does it say where they're based are they based on number of people in i don't know or? that's where i'm like is this yeah. like is
2: this paid and mm-hmm. i think that's right. something to be really careful about is as you're looking for this stuff is making sure that you understand why and how these websites have ended up where they have right mm-hmm. definitely interesting so um
0: can i ask a really weird not weird but can i just ask <laughs> what, and i know this may be less of an issue now Um, but it's something that I know has historically been a big issue Mm. and particularly the gay community are there How do these dating sites handle things like HIV? It's
2: an excellent question question I'm just thinking so I know grinder has I think grinder and scruff have both been huge advocates Mm. of HIV prevention Mm -hmm. um Uh, advertising things like prep for free Mm -hmm. um uh, getting like checkup i believe local clinics and 501c3s are able to get free ads Mm -hmm. on i think uh, at least i know grinder i'm sure scruff followed Mm -hmm. um but there is a lot of kind of advertisement around prevention Mm -hmm. around uh getting checked around all of that
0: what about for people i'm thinking more in terms of people who may be positive is there a place a community for people who are hiv positive where they can meet other people and yes. have that be something that it's a worry that's taken off their plate they don't have to worry as much about yes and there
2: have these? been huge campaigns around um understanding hiv and oh. understanding um uh, not having a stigma around mm-hmm. HIV because there's a lot of there has been a lot of stigma up to this point um, if you're anyone who's an ally or you know what have you then um, it's It's really hard for you to know that it's – that there have been leaps and bounds in, you know, the prevention of it. And that stuff should be more
0: public. I'm just saying. It should be more public. And you know what? I've learned so much stuff that I did not know and things have been around for years that I didn't know existed. It
2: should be more public especially and should be – and should be uh, not socially – uh, damning, in no, a way it should yeah, be like a definitely. It's
0: exciting. It's a good thing. It's like having the flu shot, or you know, it's exactly. preventing it something. Be, that oh, great! Is I'm so
2: glad you did right. that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but especially for like men who have sex with men, which mm-hmm. is predominantly an African American community, mm-hmm. um, because in African African American communities there have been a lot of there's just a lot of stigma mm-hmm. because of a lot of religious bias because of communities wow. not accepting, wow. and mm-hmm. so there's there's a huge, um. But you have to realize that men who have sex with men do not necessarily see themselves as gay. As gay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're not going in, you know, similar to you know, the trans community mm-hmm. in identifying, they're not going to see themselves in the same way. And so it's important that you're actually using the terms and communication that they expect. Yeah. Um, and, and that is acceptable and okay. And we should be adhering to that because that is the way they choose to identify their sexuality. And I think, know, yeah, we just, we've tried to, we've tried, I'm sorry, religion has really tried to mm. box in this notion of what sexual identity, sexual orientation is, and it's just so, it's just so wrong. Oh my god, um, yeah. In so many levels, and I know we, you know, I know we all agree on that, but it's right. just, it's so wrong in so many levels.
1: I'm glad you brought it up too, Chris, because of like, just when we were looking right. at eHarmony earlier and like right. we were wondering, it's like, was it a religious thing when it started? Like, right. it's it's interesting to see how like these right. national right. sites that get such big platforms and like so much exposure also have such a limited view yes. right. and how it's like, you know, oh, you want to meet other people. You want to meet like other gay people like you. Here's this separate platform you can use under our company. Right. And it's like, it's like LGBTQ folks deserve better. like we deserve equal. Yeah. We deserve right. equal with like our straight counterparts. And it's like,
0: right? and it's sorry. I'm just like thinking, I'm thinking if I'm on a dating app as a straight person, if I'm a cis woman looking for a cis man hmm. straight, it's not going to bother me to see I'm not conservative or religious, hmm. but those, I would just filter the results out that don't apply to me. Like I would with anything else. If I'm, you know, I'm not interested in women, so I don't want to see women. I'm personally not trans, but that doesn't mean I, you know, maybe sexually I'm not attracted to somebody who may or may not be trans, but that doesn't, like, mm. they can still be there. That's, yeah. Um, it doesn't affect me to, like, you, right. can, you can be there. I can, I can work around that. Just like trans people have to work around all the cis people. Right. And yes. gay people have to work around the straight people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, just put it all together and Create better filters. God right. damn. Right. I think it goes Sorry. to like, <laughs> like <what? laughs> Right, uh just I'm a computer put it all together, it's now. fine. <laughs> just throw it all together, I'll filter it out.
1: <laughs> and I think it goes to like we need cultural change for one, we need destigmatization yes. around like sex yeah. and relationships mm-hmm. and like different relationships than just like the straight the straight monogamous like heterosexual well straight and heterosexual god but you know you know what i'm talking about the the white the white picket right. fence couples from yes. the 50s and it's like we need more acceptance around like that we need less shame and stigma we need access to stuff like prep and and like prevention like condoms and dental dams and like we just need people to chill, <laughs> chill yeah. we need people to chill out well, it's,
0: it's so like i and i know we were talking about this before like the separate but equal thing but it's it's so similar to like the racial segregation It's like it's punishing people for something that is not their fault not a choice but it's who they are and it doesn't change who they are as a person right like it's just another person with some different things than you've got right but like why like i don't know i feel like we've been through this before why are we like
3: it's frustrating Mm -hmm. it's so frustrating
0: there's so many parallels we've done this and it was horrible can we like (laughs) can we not (laughs) can we not can we just be nice to people Mm
2: -hmm. so for those of you listening it is uh today we are talking about dating apps and um for those of you that have been listening the entire time you have probably heard a few dogs barking in the background we do have a dog friendly office so um, mm-hmm. we try as much to block that out but have a dog friendly <laughs> office, they enjoy their playtime mm-hmm. we
0: don't but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> um
2: but i also want to get into the uh privacy issues mm, with yes. dating apps and i think that over the last couple years we've seen some issues um with this in regards to uh, the United States is one country out of many around the world, and I think we all know that uh, that LGBT, um, same sex, same sex, uh, uh, trans, and in different countries can have different laws around them. But the worst being punishment by death, mm, yeah. um, and the fact that, uh, and the fact that dating apps do not really have. Borders. I mean, Mm, you have, yes, you do have borders in the fact of where is the phone purchased, um, who can access what on the app stores. Um, So you do have some in that case, but quite frankly, Snapchat is used by all kinds of people, Mm. Um, Tinder is used by all kinds of people. And is that data accessible for governments to then pursue and punish LGBTQ? Um, and I think that's really from a part privacy issue. I think that's one of the biggest is one is like, is <clears throat> can someone lose their life, lose their home, lose their shelter, lose their family um, because they've signed on to one of these apps because they are literally just trying to find uh, love or someone that they're compatible with mm. to share a life with. Um, and so these privacy issues are, are huge for us. And I mm. think that, i applaud the apps that have really buttoned down on this who are encrypting and ensuring that their services are not shared in any way shape or form Mm. i am frustrated with the apps that have tried to sell um and go be sold into countries that are uh, not lgbtq supportive Mm. or where the data could be used um, you know, inadvertently in a very bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times people don't realize, like, there's a couple different sales as it comes to uh, the sale of an app. But you can sell an app and not sell the data. You can, oh. sell, yeah, like you can sell the structure and not sell the data.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Um,
2: but the thing is, is that do users know? Mm. And so then they're continuing to generate data right. that could expose them. Um, or if it's an LGBT app like Grinder that mm. was recently supposed to be sold to China, right? Um, and the US, you know, the US kind of flagged this as a possible issue because mm. China does not have the most supportive LGBTQ mm. uh, laws and policies. Um, I think they're actually horrible. I think they're they're pretty bad. Oh damn! Um, and so it's just ensuring that companies as they're being built app developers as they're being built you're collecting sensitive information and and whether you're developing a app that is inclusive for all individuals Mm -hmm. that includes lgbtq like sexual orientation data and gender identity data is sensitive data Mm -hmm. and it's not just us saying that as an lgbt organization some of the largest companies in the world think that it is sensitive data and i've asked Mm. for help on why and how to structure this as sensitive data Mm. i think even more so is um companies and and apps are using facial recognition and facial identity which is a whole nother fingerprint oh my lord um of identity and privacy that we need to be kind of aware of and so i think that this is uh you know it's really important to make sure that companies that are using um pictures to then start i mean i could see it pictures to go ahead and you know based on facial facial Mm. features recognition like uh be able to make determinations of uh if you're happy sad um what community you identify with Mm. um you know all kinds of different things um that's sensitive information and so i think it's you know when it comes to privacy issues it's and we could probably talk for another whole hour on privacy issues. <laughs> and it would probably be it. dry uh, and yeah. boring and dull, but important, but mm-hmm. seriously, seriously important. So I think, I think like with this one, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think when we're talking about privacy issues, the most important thing to recognize if you're doing something like this, that goes to the absolute, core and heart of what we are as human beings love Mm. relationships sex Mm -hmm. like that all of that mashed together is is what some of us would consider our most sensitive data Mm. um, our most sensitive things that we would not talk about outside for various reasons and so companies federal agencies and those setting laws need to respect that information as such mm. it is not meant for marketing it is not meant for and i know like the data houses and we're going to be absolutely irritated that mm. anyone would say this <laughs> um but it's not like if your company is thinking that this is a good mode of advertising it's not mm. it is absolutely not like it is fine if you are trying to attract same-sex couples there's a way to go about that like okay cupid where you Mm -hmm. have marketing that reflects us Mm -hmm. that reflects who we are that reflects our community and that shows us that not only that you understand the community and have done your research or have more importantly hopefully hired people Mm -hmm. that represent our community Mm -hmm. but you have um then taken that ingested that figured out a plan to go ahead and market to us. So clearly like that takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And having formerly worked for a large T V broadcaster and 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 producer of content, it takes a lot of time to understand a community and understand individuals and mm. then ingest that and it goes through a lot of people in order to make yeah. that happen mm. and so if a company is doing that internally and then reflecting that on the outside mm-hmm. that means that it's gone through the entire company to make that happen and that's yeah. important yeah mm. that is important
1: absolutely um
2: and so if you're looking to advertise to us you're looking to sell to our community um don't try to take the easy way out and <laughs> actually like do the research and i realize it's as a small business owner as well it's really hard to say like that's <laughs> But there's better ways to do it. It yeah. just really is.
1: Yeah. So, and it's a there's like real world consequences behind it too. Because like there is if somebody's not out and like an ad pops up on their browser. You know, it yeah. could wreck their whole life. They could or
0: on their mom's browser because right. they're on the same, you know, wireless network.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Data privacy is life protection for our community. It is, which also goes to the data privacy laws that are
2: happening here in the United States. Mm-hmm. I have to say this. Yeah. In the fact that. Some of the state laws are awful. Mm. Um, one of them being uh, California, which currently privacy is held to the household and not the individual. Oh, wow. Which is a problem. Yeah. Um, so, in California, uh,
0: you think of it so progressive and that's interesting.
2: But that's how complex this problem is. Right. In mm. the fact that if you don't get it right, you're going to really, really mess up. And it shouldn't scare legislators at a federal level from tackling this issue. It should encourage them to move faster on this issue and learn right. from the states that have made mistakes on this and pass something like mm-hmm. seriously that is like we need to get something in place Europe's done a faster better job than we mm-hmm. have in the United States and that's embarrassing um, I'm not saying necessarily maybe not better but they've done it they've tried yeah right. like they have absolutely tried and that's embarrassing right so anyways, there's, there's my I'm off my soapbox <laughs> important um, soapbox though i get so frustrated yes. so i know that we are like we're, we're now a little bit over an hour and i want to make <laughs> sure
0: <we're> oh, not-
1: <laughs> it's a big topic so
0: nobody's still listening anymore is what you're saying. after
1: hour and over an hour no but this is where we get to the good stuff oh hi yeah, three people yeah. who are
0: still listening thank mm-hmm.
1: you so, hi mom <laughs> so we got
2: um, through the heavies we got through the heavies yeah. yep so, what's the best dating app experience for everyone? Oh, my Lord.
0: I don't have one. I will abstain. <laughs> I've been with the same person for almost 11 years. Okay,
2: so maybe not dating app, but maybe it's, like, your best social, like, social app. Because the thing Okay. Is, people started contacting me on Instagram, and I was like,
0: yeah. what
2: is this? And they were, like, "It." they were using it as a dating app. And I
0: was yeah. like... What?
1: I found the same thing, like...
0: Think I'm unapproachable? Cause that's never happened to me.
1: I know for me, like,
0: pause. Cut, doggy cut, interlude. Pause. Cut. 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 Pause. Cut. 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 Pause. Cut cut. pause, cut, pause, cut, pause
1: cut, cut. 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 Pause. Cut. Pause. Cut. Pause. Cut. Cut. cut, cut. Pause, pause, pause. Pause. Cut. Pause. P- pause, p- p- pause cut. Unusable. Unusable. <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> this audio is unusable. I flagged it just for Chris. Oh, hey. yes, FedEx. Oh, FedEx game. Hey. Unusable. And
0: resume and go.
2: So the best dating app experience for everyone. Um, what like <laughs> what would that be? What?
1: I don't know, cause I've used dating apps for so many different things.
0: <laughs> oh, do tell. Do tell.
1: Like I've I've used it to like. I mostly use dating apps for like two things and like, or have used them and currently use them for like two things. It's like one is to meet people just to make like friends. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of other trans women and like specifically queer trans women and more specifically like gender non-conforming trans women Mm -hmm. like in my area. So I use like, I use dating apps to like meet other people and just be like, hey, can we talk? And then like, I also use it to like hook up with people too but like (laughs) I've met like I've made like really good friends like one of my one of my friends who's a programmer Mm -hmm. like we met pretty recently and like we've really hit Mm -hmm. it off and like we're able to talk to each other as trans women and like to be like this is my experience and like this is your experience and like you know just like share our experiences together and also just share things like it's like the music that we like to listen to like Mm -hmm. the art that we're interested in so like that's probably been my best dating app experience. Is just building a little, a little trans community for myself that I didn't necessarily have like in my area. Cool. That makes
2: sense. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like dating apps for me are um, probably the worst thing ever. Um, <laughs> I don't really. Uh, I find them irritating. I find them um, like the people that you meet are typically like looking for not dating but like sex Mm. and i'm like okay like we just which okay fine like maybe i'm on there for the wrong reason (laughs) um i'm also pretty clear about like i'm not it's not like i don't have that in my profile um and i'm just you know i just say like this is who i am and this is my family and this is like this is my situation and Mm. i'm very open about that and um but people don't seem to get that. Mm.
1: People don't
0: read. If there's one thing we know, it's people uh, don't no. read yeah. things or pay attention to details. Mm. They just see what they want to see. And
1: Right.
2: My best yeah. is I've, I've definitely met some good people on apps, and there have been some absolute incredible people. Absolute. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> but I think the worst part is that I've had to, you know, I've had to, in my profiles say, like, I basically don't be a dick mm. um don't question things you don't know or understand mm-hmm. about me or my family mm-hmm. and my husband and like uh, the, our relationship like do not mm. um because that's gonna get you blocked immediately yeah Bye. um, <laughs> bye. um i think also i am i want to be as authentic as possible on all of this but at the same time like the, the work that we do and, mm. and the things that we do, it's just, you know, it does have um, – it can feel a bit isolating at times. yeah um, And I've had people contact me that uh, it's really inappropriate for me to have any type of communication mm. with them outside of a professional relationship mm-hmm. and for various reasons, for all the things that I run. And I feel like not everyone understands those boundaries, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think that that is – Uh, that's been the hardest part and it's really kind of turned me off from from using some of them. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. That makes sense. It goes back to like what you were saying, Ellie, about like that connection that people or like what the the BBC article was talking about. (laughs) Not me. I take no
0: ownership of that.
2: We are going to sign Ellie up on Bumble for like (laughs) a... And we're going to put in a completely
1: bogus I'm curious If we get 1,000 shares on this (laughs) podcast (laughs) We will do an episode where we put Ellie
2: on different apps And see what her response is We literally just sign her up And hand
1: her the phone
0: Oh my god can we please (laughs) do that Like
1: comment subscribe
0: Please do that I want to do that I will have so much to say
1: It's only 1,000 y'all come on
0: And I know there are, like, four of you listening right now. So just get 900...
1: I'm clicking my tongue and winking at the microphone. She
0: is. (laughs) I... I, Yep.
1: Winking at this hot mic saying 1,000 followers, 1,000 shares. Oh,
0: God. So what's
2: the
1: weirdest thing that anyone's heard... Like,
2: anyone's ever said to you on an app or in, like, in person where you're like, Oh, God. That's weird.
0: Oh, God. In person. I try to avoid that. Um...
1: Oh, I'll save that for the next question.
0: <laughs> Weirdest thing anyone's ever said to you. Weirdest thing. I honestly...
2: Like, don't... if it was on an app, you'd be like, I guess in person, It's in person, people just don't say things like this, which just makes me irritated that people would say it online.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: Y'all know me. I have no decorum, so, like, my weird threshold is, like, pretty low. <laughs> Somebody says something, I'm like, oh, that sounds about right.
0: What is Dee's tagline? I'll try anything twice. I'll try
1: anything twice. That's my tagline.
0: <laughs>
1: First time feared... to get a feel for it, second time to confirm. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, Sorry, Ellie, what were you because? You were the
0: best. I have no idea. No, I don't. I don't know. Weirdest thing anyone... I don't know if I have anything. Uh, Chris must have something. Oh,
1: Chris. What?
0: I know people say weird things to you. Yeah.
2: Why? Did, why Why does everyone think that I have this weird, creepy life?
0: It was creepy. That's the next question.
2: Right. <laughs> um, weirdest thing? I think I was on Manhunt and I had somebody offer me money. What? To do things? <laughs> yeah. And I was like... Huh, like I literally paused for a moment. and I was like, "Huh, that's interesting," and yeah, then I was good, like, huh. "Huh, I, huh, I should probably <laughs> should probably move on for this." But you know, I was really young. I was uh, young, and I was like, "Well, you know. and
0: there's all ring money, and then there's all, like if someone was like send me a picture of your foot and I'll give you a hundred dollars, I do mm, it." Right,
1: it's right. So foot. there,
2: you, there's just like there's things, like, there's that moment where you pause where someone says something to you and you're like, "Wow, people." pay
0: for right people actually do this and are comfortable asking and yeah and are comfortable asking that was even
2: more the the case i mean i I didn't do it but i was just like this is just really weird it's just really weird and i'm like the fact that i'm sitting here thinking about it and contemplating (laughs) like that that people actually do this and pay money for it and paid for it it's it's interesting Mm. so i think that was um i'm not going i'm not going into
1: the specifics Well, oh, maybe off fair mama has got to get paid
0: <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't i don't have much
1: i mean my weirdest have usually been like people ask us like have you had the surgery you look so feminine and shit like that and i'm just like uh, yeah that's probably <laughs> I, the weirdest for me
0: like, no one's ever asked me if i've had surgery <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> I mean, which is exactly what people right. don't yeah. think
2: about. They're like, oh, right. wow, you look so feminine. Mm-hmm. And then they start asking me if you've had surgery. Right. It's like,
0: no one's ever said <laughs> that to me in my life.
1: My friends it's and like, I will joke. It's like, oh, you don't look cis.
0: <laughs> right. It's you like, well,
1: so why would
0: you? How well. good for you? <laughs> oh <my> Yay. <laughs> and
1: this is just the ignorance of people. Right. It's just a phase. You'll get over it. This whole cis thing. Uh, <laughs>
0: will I? Is my life a lie? <laughs> <laughs> D sends me into an existential crisis. Ugh, people excuse me out so much.
1: Be safe on dating apps.
0: Please be safe.
1: Be very safe on dating apps.
0: It's okay to be rude. Please.
1: It's okay to be rude. It's okay, okay
0: to block people. Yep. You Do don't
2: it. need to use your real name. You nope. never no. need to share your
1: address. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, don't
0: share your address. Don't share your address. I'm just saying that right now. Uh, if you're meeting someone, do it in a public location.
1: Public location. Yes, like a coffee <laughs> shop
2: or a local
1: restaurant.
2: Even or- if you're
0: so sell- like I sold a Christmas tree on craigslist or facebook marketplace and i met the woman in the aldi parking lot in the next town over Mm -hmm. and it was public and it was daytime and she was perfectly nice and a lovely person but i'm not taking chances selling my ten dollar christmas tree no absolutely make sure that you're being safe Mm -hmm.
2: it's okay to connect and for the lgbtq community connecting is key mm-hmm. um, and there's all kinds of different apps out there there's Daddy Hunt Recon <laughs> no Daddy Hunt um, Dad
1: it's my, Dad favorite. Daddy hunt. Daddy it's my hunt. favorite Daddy Hunt it's my favorite Daddy Hunt <laughs> Daddy Hunt Chris you got the song wrong <laughs> I did yeah, Daddy that is not the song. Hunt hunting for a daddy Daddy, daddy Hunt hunting for a daddy Daddy, daddy, a
0: daddy.
2: Hunt I'm hunting for a daddy, <laughs> daddy so hunt this song has those. been this song <laughs> is Trademark
0: LGBT Tech 2020 <laughs>
2: This song has literally been floating around the office uh, for months now, and uh anytime, like, daddy or anything of that nature is brought up in the office. Which of a is a often. Sudden,
1: mm-hmm. Yes. Don't comments. deny it. No comment. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to see how to make
0: sure people can't see where I live on Facebook. I'm, like, genuinely concerned now.
1: That's a good idea. Chris. Creepiest thing. <gasps> we'll be popping Um.
2: I think the creepiest thing is when someone recognizes who I am. Oh no! And messages me and is like hey, I hope this is okay. And it's like, uh? okay, so you've already had question in your head that this is possibly not okay. Mm. Um, you recognize that I probably will not talk to you, which then puts me in a really awful, awful situation. Yeah. And it's not that I want to be rude or anything of that nature, but um, I'm also respectful of my colleagues I'm respectful of my professionals and um, I just make sure so yeah the creepiest thing for me is just it's it sounds really awful but it's when people contact me who clearly know they shouldn't be contacted mm, like gotcha. on those apps if and you need
0: a disclaimer
2: right? think yeah. about
0: it first Right. Yeah. like
2: use your knowledge use your best thought process and I don't know be human yeah but, Cause I am too, mm. so like. What?
0: You're not a robot, <laughs>
2: right? Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I don't know. Like I haven't had a lot of creepy. I also just haven't been on a lot of them, and I have gotcha. not really. Um, working in technology, I'm very careful about the information I put out there. I'm very mm. careful about what I what I say. Um, but also I'm not gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be pretty straightforward. I'm gonna be pretty like I'm not. I'm not gonna hide who I am. Mm. Um, and and why you know and like i'm not gonna hide why i'm on there i'm not gonna hide any of that so Mm. a lot of times i end up just making friends to be honest with you Mm. and that's really a big thing for me is making friends so nice Um, it's good to connect it is it is all kinds of connection as long as it's consensual so, I know that this has been a long topic. Um, we are now, like, stretching at an hour and a half, which is super awesome. Um, I think there's so much more we could cover. Oh, my God, this. Like yeah. I think we could take chunks of this and sections of this. Um, this
1: is a series in itself. Like, oh, my God. Yeah.
2: I am uh, I really want to do this. this next podcast where we just... Like show Ellie different apps. Mm-hmm.
0: We can do that
1: if you like. Subscribe <laughs> and reshare this <laughs> one thousand, thousand times. <laughs> Maybe already, not thousand. Maybe thousand. You
0: already heard my reaction to Manhunt. One
1: hundred times.
0: I'm going back to Manhunt. Hang on. Just fifty give them, times. Give them a taste. Because
1: <laughs> we all have our straight
2: friends. Ooh, <laughs>
0: ability to see all the raunchy XXX pics. We Is all
2: have. Huns? We. all yeah. <laughs> we all have our straight oh, save friends. Your searches. That, like you show them the app, and they're like, at least for a gay man, like mm. you show them the app and their apps, and they're like, "Oh my god, what <laughs> is that? How does that work?" Like they are so into it, and I don't know if you all have done this, but um, it's definitely interesting to to hear. But for those of you that haven't, mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and record our next podcast, and we'll literally just our after hours podcast. Only. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Oh good lord, yeah. this is not only. a deeper dive. <laughs>
0: Can tell I tell your mom about this this is this is not a plug for manhunt but i just want all of our listeners to know apparently you have the ability to upload 16 photos to your profile including dick pics ass pics and sex pics
1: Manhunt, who knew us.
0: right did that just come out of your mouth <laughs> oh i'm sorry that's if you're a free member if you're a vip that's how you get the unlimited views of naked men
1: you can post all that Apparently. If you're vanilla, maybe.
0: <laughs> He's like, <"Pfft." laughs> That's a Monday morning for me. Ability oh to block gosh. as many members as you like and unblock them too. I'm like yeah.
1: organic vanilla. I've got no way to talk. Hit us up, manhunt.
0: Hit us yeah. up.
1: So,
2: um... <laughs> I don't know how to segue from that. But thank you all very much for listening to today's LGBT Tech After Hours. As we covered just a broad view of dating apps oh, so many things um, there's so many things <sighs> so from nice. the different types to um the how they actually work which mm-hmm. is actually that's very just the way they think about yeah. people was i still have a lot of questions
0: me. though i don't um, think even the app developers know how they work <laughs> what i've gathered
2: um and all the way to privacy and the implications for various parts of the lgbtq community and the rest of society um i think there's a lot to cover here yeah now, definitely. forward to our next uh, our next podcast so yeah. thank you all for listening today and thank you for joining us my name is chris wood and i'm your
0: host
1: my name is d williams and i'm here <laughs> You're queer? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on a mic.
0: <laughs> My name is Ellie Bassett. I'm here. I'm straight. I'm also on a mic. <laughs> Woo!
1: Three hot uh, mics in a room together. Three hot
0: mics in a room. Daddy Me hunt! Hunt <laughs> huntin huntin for a, a daddy. Daddy! <laughs> daddy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>